everyone out there in podcast land, and welcome to the inaugural episode of Drink and Read, a new podcast devoted to analyzing some literary classics while you're sitting back and have a little drinky drink. I want you to think about it as, you know, you're going over Grandma's house, and she has her book club friends there. Maybe she has a few little snacks on the table. Maybe she's baked. I don't know about your grandma. I don't live your life, and I don't assume to. I don't even know if you have a grandma. Well, pretend you bake something. Do you bake? Are you a good cook? Anyways, I want it to be a homey atmosphere where you can come in, listen, and <laughs> listen to a few parting shots by me spearheaded at the author of the characters within and the overall story. Um, it's going to be very laid back and it's going to be very slow going. But let's get to the main stuff. Who is talking at this moment? Why, it's me. None other than Jonathan Kwiatkowski. Hello. I'm Jonathan Kwiatkowski, and we're about to read some good shit. That is, of course, a tribute to the immortal Laura Linney. Uh, whenever she would come on Masterpiece Theater or PBS Great Performances, she would always have a little forward, aka this episode, and introduce what we were about to watch. And as an elderly man in a 20-something-year-old body, uh, nothing filled me with more excitement when Laura Lenny's head popped up, she would, like, you know, peek outside of curtain. Sometimes she'd be in a chair. Sometimes she'd just be standing in the void. And she would say, I'm Laura Lenny, and this is Masterpiece Theater. And you knew that was the time to buckle the seatbelts. That was the time to strap in. And just prepare for your mind to be rocked. Downton Abbey's coming up. Oh, what's Lady Mary Crawley going to get into today? So that is kind of the premise of this podcast. I'm not qualified to do this in any way, shape, or form. I am a theater major slash theater teacher that's never been in anything important. I've never been taken too seriously, and I don't take myself too seriously either. Um, I haven't had any published works. I'm just living life from job to job, and especially during this quarantine, I needed something that would refocus my creative outlet, as I'm sure many of us may understand. Uh, this quarantine has been going on for what seems to be my entire existence, and I needed something to invest myself in, and I did not want to take up whittling because one slip and <laughs> wooden hand, you know? Uh, but this was the next best thing beside whittling, and I hope that you can enjoy it with me as I poke fun at literary classics and the like and the ilk. Uh, also, as a theater major, I have a different... It's hard to explain. There... There were classes in college where they would put us theater majors with the literary majors and it would always be a fight. No, it's meant to be performed this way. No, it's meant to be read this way. Like we were reading Death of a Salesman or some other like. And it, it always wound up into a whole kerfuffle that I think could be settled just by taking a step back, appreciating the work for what it is. And getting at the real meat and potatoes and not taking it too seriously. I'm not the sort of English professor that's going to say, oh, Tolstoy was in a red top hat, so that means he was abused in his youth. Uh, not exactly my cup of tea. I'm here to just point out what I see and, uh, you know, have a good laugh about it along the way. Have a good laugh. Why so serious? Uh, we've already made a Joker reference. I think that I could do a good job at this. Literature is one of the many things I'm passionate about. I also have two other podcasts, uh, one Nightcaps of the Theater and one Anime Was Not a Mistake, looking at some bad movies and some good anime. Um, that if you are not solely intimidated by my Barney the Dinosaur sounding voice, I would love to see you there. 
and support me there um, because I just, I, I like to talk. Um, as you can see, or as you can hear, this is my first time doing a solo podcast alone in a room. All I have in this room is a mirror and I'm staring in it and watching myself talk. Pretty bird, pretty bird. Where was I? Uh, um, I think that this is also going to be a learning experience, something that we can grow from. We, as in the royal we, me, myself, and I. Um, I've never talked to myself on air for long stints of time, and while I don't think that the episodes would be too meaty, how much can I possibly say if I'm talking to myself? Surely I can only do an hour max, right? <laughs> I simply can't say anymore. But, uh... We'll see what the case will be, where the chips will fall. Um, and that's who I am. Uh, pleasure to meet you. I would love to hear from you if you have any pointers. I do like some constructive criticism. I understand my voice cannot be changed, but I'm working on it. And I'm going to try my best to stay on topic. Um, also, this podcast, Drink and Read, is inspired by a deep time in high school when I was shunned. Because we had an AP literature class, Britlet to be exact, and I was very well read from a young age. I would always pick up and read. It was the one main escape I had before discovering theater. I do love to read, as I said. The, the Matilda gif staring into the camera. <laughs> one of my favorites were Rooney Mara. No. Mara Rooney. Do they have similar names on purpose? Do you think they're there to just trip me up during this podcast? Well... I, I was a little Matilda, always devouring books, and I was denied access to this Brit-lit AP course, and they were reading Good Omens, and I looked to my bookshelf, and I saw my Neil Gaiman, Terry Pratchett uh, copy that's bath-worn, worn in the bath, drippin', some may say, and it, it was a snub that I never got over. Call me petty, but I still think about that choice every day. I think I would have rocked that Brit-lit class. And when I eventually did get to college, I was the bell of the ball, let me say that, when uh, the literary courses came around. Analyzing Shakespeare's Otello. Hmm. Oh. Oh, I just went on a little memory voyage. It was a good time. Um, but I love to read, and I hope that this is a podcast, a little snippet for those of you who can't read the book and just want to become a little bit more worldly when we read the classics, slowly. Or uh, you just like to hang out and hear me talk. What am I reading lately? So I'm actually reading a lot lately. In quarantine, I tried to get through a book a week and it didn't work out as well as I would hope. I want to say it's been about 45 weeks, but it's felt like more. And I've made it through about 30 books, which is a great thing. It's not exactly where I want it to be, but it's better than where I started. And if we can't appreciate the simple joys in life, the little accomplishments this year, then what can we appreciate as we finally ring out 2020 and step into 2021 with new energy? I'm a huge Stephen King fan. If you listen to any other episodes of my other podcast, you will clearly see that. Um, I've been reading The Stand along with the CBS All Access production that's currently been going on. And that's another big one to be covered one day. But there are so many Stephen King podcasts out there. How dare I? How could I even hold a candle to them, constant listeners? Um, 
The Dead Zone, I read Rose Matter. Um, currently, I'm on a real horror kick. I've been also reading Something Wicked This Way Comes by Ray Bradbury, which is a seminal in the the young adult horror genre about a mysterious carnival coming to town and, uh, you know, sweeping up the people in its midst with its dark and evil presence. Uh, I've been reading The Southern Book Club's Guide to Slaying Vampires and My Best Friend's Exorcism by Grady Hendrix, great Southern author who's dealing with campy 80s comedy set in Georgia. Um, I think it's really fun. Um, Of course, our next big challenge, which I'll get to at the very tail end of this podcast, is (laughs) not necessarily the book that you should start with if you're diving into literary classics. Some may say it is one of the longest books in existence, but I think it deserves to be read nonetheless. This will be my second reading of it, so I'm still kind of new to it, but this 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 novel has eaten up a portion of my soul in a good way. It, it's it's claimed my heart, so I'm I'm such a fan for it, and I can't wait for you to join me on that little voyage if you choose to do so. Um, some inspirations for this podcast. I am, of course, inspired by Julie Klausner, resident New Yorker, native New Yorker. Um, she had a solo podcast, has a solo podcast entitled How's Your Week, uh, where she essentially details how her week went and all the little details that went into that. And there's nothing funnier than someone on the cusp stopping mid-moment to talk about raccoons or mention a YouTube video they watched or some Broadway drama that didn't occur because Broadway is currently not open, but I will wait patiently um, in the dark for Broadway to return. And she's also on a podcast entitled Double Threat with her friend Tom Sharpling. And I think there is also nothing nothing funnier when they make fun of Woody Allen. Uh, they send letters to Hecker's Flower <laughs> in order to stop the Invisible Man. And I know it sounds like I'm having a stroke because those words don't usually form into sentences, but I encourage you all to listen to that. Um, another great lady informing this podcast and all of my life choices is Amy Sedaris. Uh, her show at home with Amy Sedaris and her comedy in general is the kind of way I want to live my life. I want to have kooky characters show up to my door, a la Pee Wee's Playhouse, Secret Word of the Day. And we get a dark Tennessee Williams backstory for each of them that it, it references a lot of movies, literature and theater that I felt no one in the world my age range could recognize. Uh, does that sound pretentious? I'm, I'm not as pretentious in real life. I'm going to try to be humble on this podcast. What do I have to be pretentious? Huh? I'm balding. I sound like Barney the Dinosaur and I'm starting a solo literature podcast that them's is not <laughs> things to be brag braggadocio about uh but i i love amy sedaris i think she's a quirky charm and i just wanted to give her a shout out um thank you for inspiring me and two other fellow podcast hosts that i don't know but i i gaze from afar over the twitter uh, we have one colin drucker um in particular his podcast in the details where he takes classic movie television moments and analyzes the actions and actors we're in um, he recently did an episode of The Bad Seed, which is one of my favorite camp theater classics because it's so over the top. Uh, great chair acting, as he says. And I I just love it when people are passionate about what they talk about. And all these people, um, all these inspirations are definitely passionate about what they talk about. And some may say there's none more passionate than Amanda Kaczynski, a host of Amanda Loves to Heat Team Mom. 
I don't even watch Teen Mom, but I'll listen to that podcast because she goes on tangents of plenty and I love them. She's got character impressions and she seems like an overall funny lady. Um, so I appreciate you all. And if any of you ever listen to this in my wildest dreams, um, don't reach out because I'll be sorely intimidated and embarrassed. Uh, never meet your idols, except for that time I met uh, Stephen Sondheim and he signed my libretto. Bringing that up because uh, one of my friends asked me about it this week. And uh, yeah, it was fun. I don't think I could have pulled that off as modern Jonathan. I think young Jonathan had a certain joie de vie uh, that was able to get into Sondheim's good graces. So hopefully I'm bringing that energy into the new year. Um, Also, Drink and Read, title of this podcast, Why the Read Portion. Um, If you don't know me, I am... Sitting in quarantine, usually having a little drinky drink, not to the point where I get blasted on the couch and can't turn on the TV or, you know, where did my second pair of sweatpants go for the day? Um, Not like that. Uh, I I just think it's classy sophistication. When I'm reading, hopefully I'll be drinking something. It will not always be alcoholic. Um, Today, in fact, I'm drinking some Wesley Farms purified water because... You can't spell water without wah. <laughs> Turned into Waluigi there. Wah, wah, wah. But I do love water. Did you know that our bodies contain like, what is it? 70% water? Why do we all know that fact? We all know that fact like mitochondria is the powerhouse of the cell. But I digress. Um, what to expect in this podcast well, um, initially our first book, as big as it is, I'm going to announce it at the very end, is going to be divided into 50-page sections over the course of many, many weeks, where I'm going to take notes and comment about what I read in little bite-sized episodes. Like I said, I don't think that this pod is going to get really long. Also, I don't think we're going to have many guests on this podcast. I, I say that, and then I'll probably have to eat crow for it. Um, when I invite some guests on, I just think this is a way to get out those ideas in a streamlined fashion for those of you who might find the literature at the case daunting. Um, I try to say that in a really polite way. Um, if the book isn't your cup of tea, maybe just by listening to me mock it, make fun of it, point out the my interpretation of it, because it's not going to be a complete roast. It's not going to be the <laughs> the roast of Flava Flav up in here, but... I, I I think, like I said before, we have to take things lighthearted, especially in this in this year. Um, so it's going to be a slow go, slow burn, but, you know, good things in life take time. Someone once said that I can't quote anyone verbatim for it. I definitely didn't say it. That's not a, a Jonathan quote. Um, you can expect a lot of modifiers, like, um, like, always, anyways. I'm working on them. Uh, there we go. I've been trying to listen to the way that I'm speaking a little bit closer so I sound there there's a natural charm in podcasting and speaking on radio that I think I lack but it's a skill that I want to build upon so hopefully I'll get there someday and this podcast will be a great experience a great practice of practices how do you get to Carnegie Hall you practice and you bribe the bouncer at the door. <laughs> Little secret there. Um, you could expect a lot of dad jokes. I apologize. Lots of dad jokes. None at the top of my head. I need to be in the moment to make them. Um, a lot of groaners. 
a lot of sinkers. If you're familiar with my oeuvre, my other work, uh, they do come up quite often. Um, since I'm the only one on the podcast, you can expect me to talk about me and my reactions. And if you don't agree with them, that's perfectly fine. I, I disagree with myself nine times out of ten. And when something leaves my mouth whole, I almost always instantly regret it. So you're not alone there. Just don't bash me. I'm a fan of constructive criticism. I'll, I'll, I'll take things to heart more than you'll ever know. Um, but think of Bambi in the woods, you know, before the whole mother incident. Uh, he's just a newborn little deer, stumbling, tripping on the ice, thumpers there, he's twitterpated. Them's the works. Uh, so expect me to be Bambi. And expect many a tangent. Sometimes we'll be talking about this, and I'll see something shiny that distracts me for a brief moment, and I will go on a complete and utter tangent. This is an experiment that I'm trying with myself to share with the worlds. We're creating people. That's all we're doing. Um, I think that's it. Our first episode, our forward, has concluded. Now, you may be wondering, what exactly are we going to be reading? And this is actually inspired by a book club that's starting this very week um, with my friends over Discord. We've decided to get together and read one of the great Russian novels in case you haven't pieced it together, we're reading War and Peace by Leo Tolstoy. Um, I've read it once before. Uh, my favorite musical of all time, penned by the great Dave Malloy and company, is Natasha Pierre and the Great Comet of 1812, which is a very minute part of this large novel. But ever since then, I've been obsessed with this. I read it when that musical was on Broadway. I mean, I was obsessed with the show before Broadway. Let's, let's state facts. And uh, you will definitely be getting a bonus episode of Natasha Pierre and the Great Comet and how it was robbed by a show I like to refer to as De. Hmm. And nothing more. Um, we'll cross that bridge when we come to it, but it is a novel that's close to my heart. I devoured it. I will say that the, the book is called War and Peace, and it's divided into sections that are based around war and peace. The first time I read it, the peace sections with everything going on in Moscow and uh, all the character interactions. It was like watching a telenovela, except instead of watching, I was reading as it was happening before me. And they all have 18 different names. It was the juicy portion of the novel. And the war is a lot more lofty. There's a lot of militia details. There's a lot of soul searching that I think will affect me during this time of quarantine, having done a lot of soul searching myself this year. But we are reading War and Peace, and the translation, as as I said, prepare for many butchering of names, especially in this lengthy Russian novel. The translation that we're reading is apparently one of the best. Um, I read it once before, recommended by Dave Malloy himself. It's the Richard Piver and Larissa Volokonsky edition of it. It has a light blue cover, and what I want to say is the St. Petersburg Castle in the center, but a golden rendition of it. Light blue cover, very thick, national bestseller. Um, uh, my friend has mentioned to me, to mention to you, that the print in this copy is very, very small. So put on your readers. Readers. <laughs> so I, before I send you to the wolves, we're actually going to reveal the reading schedule. Um, a little bit of peeking behind the kimono. This podcast probably won't go up the first few episodes just as we're reading it. Uh, I still have to develop the art and I want to put it out, make it nice, you know, get some buttons, music for the the um, the entre-actes, the overture, the interlude, the <laughs> exit music, as it were. Um, I just want to make it 
polished and clean, so learning experience, learning experience. But the first section we're going to read in this translation, of course, one of my friends divides this color-coded um, week-by-week schedule. This is going to take 25 weeks if we do it, but it's going to be worth it in the end, I'm telling you. We'll be done by June. We'll have a Russian summer. Um, week one is going to be starting on January 4th. So if this does not go up exactly on that day, which how could it? It's tomorrow and I still have to get things together. But uh, know that that's when we started. And we'll be reading part one, chapters one through 14, which is a small bite-sized chunk and analyzing the theories and words within. And we hope you join. Um, I personally hope you join and that you can put up with my uh, literary commentary um, from a person that you've just learned isn't qualified to do so. And with that, I I guess we can say uh, goodbye. Goodbye, goodbye, goodbye for now. I am not good at outros. That is my one fly in the ointment. Outros are not my thing, but I thoroughly appreciate you. I'm having a Sally Fields moment where I'm clutching my award going, you like literature. You really, really like literature. And I hope that you'll join us on this voyage in Leo Tolstoy's War and Peace. Da die, constant readers! Thank you for listening to Drink and Read. Hosting for this podcast brought to you by Anchor. This podcast can also be found on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and more. If you have any thoughts or questions, or any beverage recommendations, please feel free to reach out to us on drinkandreadpod at Instagram. Support of this podcast is brought to you by listeners like you. Thank you.